Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benetara Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Fun Dad, Maybe. Maybe it's how dads connect and when and how they connect. And I have two very fun dads at the square table here with me tonight and a very fun mom. I love this topic because I hear the phrase fun dad all the time, but I have lots of questions about what it means for dads, for moms, and especially for kids. So let's find out. I'm here at the table with Todd and Emily Borak and Jesse Lieberman, and from what I see, these dads are all in. They're busy, engaged with their kids, and very much a part of their children's lives, even though they have busy work schedules. So let me turn it over to them and let them introduce themselves and tell us about their families and how and when they're involved with their kids, and maybe just how fun they are. Jesse, want to go first? Tell us how old your children are sure. and a little about uh, your family. My name is Jesse. My wife's Andrea. My the older son just turned eight, um, young, and a daughter, so six and a half. And um, I mean, to summarize, I loved kids before I had kids. So then loving kids after kids is easy because it's just obviously it exponentially grows. And you know, your when, own. Exactly. <laughs> they're your own. So. It's at, uh, and I like things that they do. I love things that they do. For example? Anything. If you, you can know, see I just, his I, eyes light up. His <laughs> eyes just like lit up like, fun! Yeah, just any any fun thing. Like, uh, And I don't even need to... The fact that I have kids to go with now is a bonus. I remember going to uh, an amusement park with my... Uh, what do we do? That sick the, the water park over here. Like before, I had kids, and there were no cu- kids with us, and <laughs> and someone thought that was like strange or funny, and we didn't have kids. And um, you know, I, most of the things that I do with my kids, I would do without my kids too. So having my kids with me is just more fun because it legitimizes the situation right, a little right, bit. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. Love it. I love it. I love it. So I mean. You've got a high fun factor. Yeah, and I, and you I, enjoy life. And I, enjoy love, I love watching. Nothing makes me more happy than when they're happy. Right. When I see a smile on their face, and it's just very, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting okay. to, to, to We're get gonna into come the same back, stuff. And I think that's a tricky thing. That's one of my questions, is that smile on their face. It's um, because sometimes you're ready for that big fun moment, and they look at you like, yeah, but I'm not in the mood today, Dad. Right. So, oh, and it kills me. And, and if they want to be with their friends, like, over me, and I thought that would never happen to me. It happened to me. And, um, you know, that only happened to my parents. But when my kids actually want to be with their friends, uh, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Okay, we'll come back to that. <laughs> I right. get it. Todd, tell us about your kids and you. 
Uh, I'm Todd Borak. I have uh, an oldest daughter, Maya, who's seven, and I have a younger daughter, Livy, who's a little over four. Um, you know, I am just a big kid. I've always been a big kid. And much like Jesse said, I mean, most of the things I do that I try to do with my children are things that I would do if I was by myself as well. With my wife, I mean, growing up, I... I would always be the first one to go on a trip to Disney World, you know, bef- you know, before children. I, uh, I like to have fun, and if I can find a way to involve my children in that fun, um, <laughs> all the better. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's trying to make time in my life. There's a work part, and then there's a fun part, and trying to make the best balance that's possible. All right, tell everybody about the slip and slide. Oh, slip and slide. I I feel like it's something that I did not have when I was growing up. Not that I was deprived by any stretch, but I always wanted slip and slide. I always wanted a Snoopy snow cone machine. Didn't have one of those either. Do you have one now? Of course. Okay, <laughs> Bounce houses, foam right. parties, slip and slide, snow cone machines. Foam party. You name it. I just want my kids to enjoy it. I, I mean, love it. It's, uh, it's important to me. And before I introduce Emily... The reason I wanted a mom at the table with me is because I think that women have a whole different relationship to this experience. And I want to say, before we go any farther, we need you guys. We need that fun factor that says, okay, lighten up, turn it all off, and have some fun with it. Because I think that moms carry that responsibility on their shoulders. And they're like, no, but I got to do this, and I got to do this, and we got to do that after this and this. And so... We thank you in advance for the fun that you bring to the families. And now I have Emily describe um, (laughs) the fun dad in her house and and the dynamic of enjoying the kids and a mom fun factor even. Right. Well, it it helps to to see how he is with the kids, how he's able to come home and not care if there's dishes in the sink or, or dinner's being made or rooms are messy just to like get in there and be with the kids and he loves to come home and sit outside by a fire and play with them and I'm so wrapped up in dishes and laundry or whatever it's it's a good reminder he always says come on come on sit with us or come hang out with us and I'm like one more thing one more thing I have another thing to do so it's nice to have him you know to remind me to keep that balance I think we need that balance so and how much fun how, 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 would you much, how would you describe yourself as fun mom? Um, <laughs> if they want to do arts and crafts, like if it's my preferred activities, much like yeah. they say, if it's my preferred right. thing, then I am all about it. If it's something that I'm not so into, I, I will try my best, but okay. it's, you know. It's and so it's like just the dads are just connected to kid fun in a way yeah. that maybe we lose somewhere along the way like, a little I bit. Agree. I agree. I've, uh, I've, I've wanted a game room in my house for, for, for the longest time. And um, my, my wife thought it was just because that really had nothing to do with the kids. I just wanted to, I always want, her theory is that I wanted it because this is what I wanted when I was a kid. I always dream, and I did, I always loved, loved, going, to, that. loved going to my friend's house who had like all this stuff. And um, that certainly was part of it. But, uh, but I think we, we are definitely using our, our game room a lot. And, and in fact, we just, uh, there was one part that needed uh, to be adjusted, like the height of a basketball game. And we were asking our, our handy guy, of course, because it's like a long process to adjust it. And he came over and he said, well, you know, is it, 
is it mainly for you or is it mainly for <laughs> the kids? And I, you know, I actually had to think about that as far as uh, you know who, who plays it more and who you know. I mean, we play it together, but there's definitely times that I go up there and I'm just playing. You know, if I have to put something away up there, it's, I'm not just putting something away. <laughs> You're gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to be up there for a little bit before I come back downstairs. What's in the game room? I have a basketball arcade, a new one actually I just got because the other one broke. Uh, I have an air hockey uh, and uh, a multi-cade. That has, it's kind of like an old school arcade. Downstairs is the, the Xbox. I don't really get into that so much. The upstairs is, uh, and I have a multi-cade that has 62 games, all classics from the 80s. <laughs> this so is such it's, a dad uh, speaking right now. Any, any, yeah. I still wanted one of those. She won't let me. <laughs> but see, what's going to happen? <laughs> the kids use it. The kids are up there all the time, and it makes me so happy when I see them up there, and I hear them using it, and I'm like, see? Yeah, everyone's using and it. Everyone's and it's it. historical. I mean, they know about your childhood they know about the 80s they get to have these experiences right. of something that they're right every good thing that you experience to. as a kid you want your kid to experience like if you remember doing something fun yeah. like you want your kid like i i'm like oh i want them to experience the exact same thing you know that that was good and more okay so my struggle with fun dad is when the kids aren't in the mood for the fun and you work hard, you're excited, you want to have these experiences. Totally. And sure enough, I mean, I remember when we used so to do play birthday my video parties, and the, and, it'd be, and the parents were like, and I was like, you know, your children might be in a really bad mood on this day. Like, you want this to be a perfect day. And a lot of times those big plans go south quickly. So how do you manage the, the struggle when they're not going to rise up to your fun level? I'm going to go to Todd first. You know, I I think uh, that's something that Emily does such a great job, like, from the youngest age. I mean, we have a daddy day. I mean, every late Saturday afternoon and Sunday is daddy day. And I think that she does such a great job on, even to this day, like, kind of building it up. Well, we'll save this for daddy day or we'll do this on daddy day. That, while I'm sure it's happened, um, in general, at they least can't I wait. find... They can't wait they for can't their daddy wait time. They can't wait to... Yeah. To do and and look and it always incorporates Emily. You know, it's not so much that uh, they just jump on the bandwagon with myself. Um, but on the days there are days where I say let's go to the park, and they say they just want to stay home. And in the end, even on days like that, I happen to just enjoy. Well, tell uh, everybody what you told me on the couch. That I you're mean, really not fun, Dad. You are. I'm cuddled, Dad. I mean, I really... It's true. I mean, I won't lie. I see That's one of the reasons why, like, my little one rebels so much is all I want to do is, like, smush her. And all she's like, no, Daddy, enough. You know, it's uh, it's too much, Daddy. I mean, it's... And that's almost like a game to me. You know what I mean? Trying to, like, sneak in those kisses. And you know what? I have a feeling, like, there's that tension between, like, it is a game for you and you're going to keep trying... And she's going to play this resistance game back because it's fun for her. But if you ever didn't chase her down for those cuddles, she'd be like, where's Cuddle Dad? Like, why isn't he chasing after me? I mean, I have a feeling it might just be part of the shtick. I'm not going to wait to find out. (laughs) I don't want you to. But but I want to just say for everybody out there, Emily's a former educator or, or an educator in heart and soul forever. And so I love that idea of putting it in the routine and in the sequence and in the planning and the prep because what we all know is what happens is 
when your children have all week to sort of anticipate and to prepare, then those ki- then children know, oh, I'm getting ready for that, and th- and it's less likely that you're going to catch them off guard, off guard, off guard. That it's not like this switch that says, okay, like dad's not here, dad's here, Ra- wrap it up, here we come, we're going to have fun. They know when dad's in the in the, when da- when's dad's time and it is a very special thing to look forward to and they can they can prepare themselves in a really good way so i love it and and kudos to you emily so well he just had a big weekend with them because i had a girls weekend and so they had a daddy weekend wow. and he did a great job they had the best time with him and i felt like they really bonded with him even more I think the more, I mean, I think everybody should be having daddy time, whether it's a Saturday morning, an all-day Saturday, and a weekend. Did you you do it solo? Um, Did you have, you have... uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, we're lucky. I have my sister here. I have my father here. I have my grandma, you know... uh, their grandparents are here. I mean, I'm 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 very lucky that you I had an Mia to family. help. <laughs> I had Mia to help. That's right. We took uh, Jesse's daughter for part of the weekend. Um, you know, and we have friends. Yeah. And that really, and our friends in general, sure. all seem to mingle, and we all seem to get along. Um, it helps when you can uh, combine a social environment with adults and with children. Right. So that uh, I think we're all pretty lucky that. Even kids. I mean, I don't know how much time kids could go one-on-one with just myself. Yeah. We have breakfast every Sunday morning with my family and any friends, of course, that may want to tag along. They can only handle me for so long, but my nephew is there and my niece is there and then sometimes friends come. So it's... Sometimes I actually don't like it. I feel like when you get together with too many people because I feel like even though that's... Especially if it's a, you know it's on the weekend and you end up spending... You get together with a lot of families, and then the adults end up hanging out, and the kids end up hanging out, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, we have limited time, and you know, we end up, hang- we're not really with them. Segregated. It's kind of like they're with their friends, and we're with our friends, and yeah, yeah. so I, I like to try to, uh, you know, organize uh, desegregation of yeah, of, of the adults and the kids. You know, if we could get like kickball or wiffle ball, or you know, just or, it yeah. takes a little bit more organization and planning, but whenever it happens, it's 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 fun. Uh, water balloon volleyball. I remember doing it at my beach club once. You know, it's it's, it's just good when you could get to when you get to mix the groups together. Well, and, and you join the children in their world, and they join the world. They join your world, which I think is great because I've seen you with other parents. And what I know is the reason that you're at you're in the fun dad conversation is because your children see you having great friendships and great relationships. But it isn't just oh they're doing the adult thing and I have to vie right. for their attention. Or even like like at your daughter right your daughter's birthday party. You know I didn't I, I didn't want to just stand outside and neither did you. You know the foam thing. And you went in the because, foam. Yeah, we both did. You know, and it wasn't only because Every the foam year. was fun. Great at it. I mean, but I mean, the foam is fun job. and the slide is fun. But it's the not only because fun. the slide's fun and the foam is fun. And I probably would do it even if the kids weren't there. But also because I wanted to have that time. That was a few hours of the weekend that I, you know, that's could. I want to have that time with them. Okay, I. Th- I mean, I think fun is good for fun's sake. Hands down. Are you teaching your children other things as you're going through all of this? I mean, I have a feeling when they watch you. Oh, yeah, play, absolutely. You know, uh, big stuff. I try, try. I'm trying to always give like lessons. You know, like if we're on a water slide and and they're running to the front. You know, the, hey, you know, you, you're most likely going to get you know injured if you're by the running outside than the actual slide itself. You know, it's very important to hold the railing when you're walking up the stairs. I'm always giving like little safety things. I think, and like, hey, if some kid cuts you online. 
well, what are you, what are you doing? Who cares? Let, let him go in front of you. What's the big deal? So to go right in front of you is it I worth it? I say throw that kid in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I that. I'm like, choose your battles. I'm like, I feel like I'm always trying to give like little little lessons and talking. Does it always work? I don't know. You know, a kid's going to be a kid and they're going to have to learn on their own a lot. But um, trying to, you know. How about taking bigger risks? Are, are you showing them how to take bigger risks? I would say absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even, uh, you know, they yeah. go on rides and stuff that they're maybe afraid of. And I'm like, come with daddy. Daddy will do it. And that doesn't always work. You know, listen, but to a child, risk is different. To a child, taking a bite out of a food they don't eat is a risk to them, you know. So it's really, really difficult um, to make them do that even for daddy or even for mommy. You know, it's... Uh, Risk is a is a whole other topic. It, it is a, um, but I think I got a great I got a great risk story. Okay, hold. <laughs> I'm coming to the risk. Hold that thought because I think identifying with them in terms of you're not there to force them into something to do it for daddy, but that your influence in their life opens up an experience that they might not think is safe because they didn't because come with daddy is oh let me watch how daddy does it. And then I can take it on on my own. I think it still can come from within, but I think dads do right, learn by uh, example rather give, than just give what a you ton say. of um, permission and excitement about the risk. But I'll, I'm going to come back. But I like the idea of not forcing them, and I like the idea of really understanding that that risk is a lot bigger to them than we might perceive it to be. So. Okay, so your risk story. Yeah, no, I de- definitely against against forcing you know them to go on rides and stuff like that. So my risk story is we're, we're at Legoland years ago, and uh, you know how they have the height things at the the rides. So they didn't have it before the line, the height thing. And see, so me and Sage, we waited on like an hour line, and then we get to the front of the line. It's a roller coaster, and the height thing was over there. And he went next to the height thing, and uh, the guy goes, "Sorry, he can't come on the ride." And I'm like, what do you mean? You couldn't have told me that before we waited an hour that he can't go on this ride? He's going on the ride now. You know, you told Otherwise, I wouldn't have waited this hour. And I just kind of went into, like, Chevy Chase mode from vacation <laughs> and, or lawyer mode, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, I'm like, he's he's close enough. Kid's going on this ride. You would, I'm not waiting an hour for nothing. I got a supervisor out. I really I went into full, like, Jesse persistence mode. I eventually got my kid on the roller coaster. There's a reason why he wasn't supposed to go on the ride. <laughs> Freaked out, like, they're probably for a good like few hours that day would not go on another <laughs> ride <laughs> you so went on that ride I got no no I got him on the ride the ride he wasn't he didn't love the ride you're sitting next to him of course I'm ride. sitting next to yeah. him hand on Were him and you everything you scared for him I always keep my I, well, I'm always scared that he's not enjoying himself. Right, I'm not right, scared right. about his safety. You, you, you know, you, I knew that okay. he was okay. Okay, thank goodness. But, uh, you were, okay, you were, yeah. just, you were being the, I'm the dad, I'm going to protect you. Yeah, and, and he was he was ready to go on the ride, you know, so it was for him too. I had a yeah. fight for his right to go on the ride. <laughs> but um, then, yeah, next time, we'll, we'll listen to height restrictions. Does he trust you? <laughs> does, he tr- did he tr- does he trust you? Does he remember that? And does I don't he- know. Yeah, we're, I think we're past that. He'll, he'll go on stuff now. If does, and, and, but if he doesn't want to go on ride uh you know i'm not for- forcing him last time we all went together he was the only one we all a bunch of a couple of families went on we're going on one ride he was the only one that didn't go and i sat it out with him and uh, i was yeah. kind of upset i wanted to go on the ride yeah, but yeah. uh what are you gonna do next time and what about yeah will she will she <laughs> me is the opposite she's she's like a full she, speed ahead. yeah when as soon as she's ready for any any ride she is 
You know, Siege is all about the bragging rights after. He doesn't like the ride itself, but he likes to boast about the ride afterwards. Interesting. Mia, Mia actually enjoys the ride. And then, of course, when she's ready to go on all those rides, she's gonna go. that's going to create a whole new dynamic with him. Where it's more like, well, am I going to let her go if I'm not going? Right. So we'll see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do, does Todd add, bring in more risk to your girls? More risk? Oh, yeah, definitely. More, I mean, he, more. he does a lot more things. I would bring in more wrist to Emily too. <laughs> I mean, when I first met him, I didn't like to walk outside without shoes. So <laughs> I'm OCD. That's that's another story. Um, but yeah, he definitely is more. He encourages them to take more risks for sure. And they they're they go with him. They go with it for the most part. And it's true what you're saying before. If they if they're not into what you want to do. You just cause sometimes I just yeah sometimes I don't fight I'm like all right really it is we're, we're we're playing instead of basketball you want to play butts up you know against the garage you know CAG watch TV <laughs> you know that remember the game and you throw, never heard of that you never heard of it we throw the ball against the wall and it comes back and if you bobble it you got to run in the other way you could peg the other so you saw it on TV it was good and I used to play it in, in middle school all the time so it was called a little something else <laughs> and uh, I'm like fine you want to play video games and I'm like alright as long as we do it together you know I, I gave in at some point you know but uh, <clears throat> but what I know is what what makes you guys so fun is that it's not about just the fun it's about your time with your children Absolutely. and that you are so connected to them and their experiences that you are making it about them so if it means we're not going to play what I want to play right. then you roll with it um, what's the most important thing for you to what do, you, what do you want them to know about their dads? What do you want them to know about who you are in their world? That, the, and I tell them this, I say it's our role to make sure you're happy and healthy throughout your life. And, and that is, if you know, how, how, that's the most important thing to mommy and daddy. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that sums it up. <laughs> you know, I can honestly tell you that, uh, and Emily knows this well, that, I put, I'm the dad to two girls. Um, I put them to bed every single night, and to both of them I tell them, there is nothing you can't do in this world. Um, it's okay to be smarter than the boys. You know, I tell them all the time, mommy's smarter than daddy. Um, That's true. I want them. <laughs> it's true that he says that, or it's true that he says But I really want them to know there's nothing that they can't do. And I tell them, I'm like, it's not going to be given to you. You're going to have to work hard for it, but you can do it. Um, uh, that is such like, uh, I want my kids to aspire to do great things and then follow through and do them. Do you think they hear messages from you differently than they hear messages from mom? Oh, get, Emily's nodding. So I'll go to you and give these I guys agree. time to I agree. They think. definitely do. What because do they hear messages from me all day long. And it, at a certain point, it's like Charlie Brown, like wah, 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 wah. And I, I think that they listen a little bit more when dad talks. Tell me about daughters and dads. Um, well, like Todd said, as, as, you know, we're parenting two girls, and I like that they see that they have um, a father, a male figure that they can depend on no matter what, and daddy's always going to be there. And, um, and also that daddy's going to be fun. And, yeah. you know, so it's... I mean, what, not only are you guys fun, but you're strong, you're protective of them. You're, you're supportive of them. You're encouraging of them. And I think the depth of that is so big. And hearing that the idea of you tucking them in and, and just planting those seeds, 
um, those go really, really, really deep. And I think I think mothers do the same thing um, in the sense of like planting those seeds. But I know in my heart of hearts that what they hear, if mom says exactly the same words, what they hear from dad is just a little bit different. And with daughters, there's no question that all future relationships um, will be affected and shaped by this. Um, and, and dads and sons, of course, have a whole nother um, thing that's going to happen. So I'm going to ask you next about how they hear your messages or just your, feel your presence differently than Andrea's. And then the difference maybe between Mia and, and Sage in terms mm. of um, what you think is getting planted in there. How did they... Um, I don't know. Maybe it's... Uh, I, you know, sometimes I think that they're not hearing it or, or what I say or... But then they'll come in like... Like this morning, you know, Sage is like, oh, or they, I made him. Well, we'll see. I haven't spoken yet, but I guess I, I thought it was very important that not only Sage start chess at school, but that Mia start chess as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, typically Mia doesn't, you know, like stuff and then she ends up liking it anyway or says she doesn't, you know, so... Um, you know, a lot of times they'll they'll come in or they'll know certain things that I'm into. I say, I think they didn't hear or listen. And then they'll come up to me and be like, look, Daddy, I, uh, you know, I played chess or I, or I ate this carrot or something like that. I want you to be proud of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, why are you, why are you showing this to me, you know? And yeah. So in terms of that difference in the relationship, I mean, it's... I mean, I think dads have a presence and a and a and because maybe because you're not there every day in this in in the the day to day stuff, or and and so the question is, there's a book written that says parenting. The paradox of parenting is all joy, no fun, and I don't know Jennifer Senior, and it, it it got a ton of press last year, and I don't know if that applies to dads. I think it applies to the moms for sure. Um, the guilt, the stress, the doubt, the the weightiness of, you know, am I doing this right? Where dads are like, I am giving my best, I am all in, and how can I be wrong? I mean, it's so I think dads have a freedom in this, but I want to know when it's not fun. So I want to know when it's not fun. For I, 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 that that I could tell you, it's not fun when I kind of want to. Um, they're not listening. And I feel like I can't really do anything, like as far as a punishment in a way, without Andrew's permission, because I won't be around to enforce it. Right. You know, uh, right. so I kind of feel like a little bit uh, no power in a way. That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Hands are tied. Yeah, like, like um, can I say no iPhone for the next though? <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, so in a way, yeah, that, that, that's a little frustrating. And that frustrating. makes sense because there's a lot of... There's a lot of ways where moms are the gatekeepers of the house. And it's like, don't mess up the rules. Don't mess up the routine. Right. You know? And so, I mean, that, that shows the or respect can, even that like, you have for Andrea. Like when Mia goes into the pantry, Daddy, can I have this, you know, cookie? I'm like, I don't know. Did, well, what else did you eat today? <laughs> you know, like sometimes if I'm not around, you know. <laughs> and you don't know if she's working you, if she just asked Andrea. <laughs> right, you exactly. don't know that. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Okay. So there is that sense of powerlessness. I, I, I think that's got to be true. For, and that's, I'm just going to put it out there in the world. I kind of think maybe dad's getting pushed into fun dad 
box happens sometimes because you because you can't be free completely and like I got it all going here because you are you are going through mom as the gatekeeper so right. if you got that little bit of powerlessness you might as well just stay in the fun mode right. <laughs> I, I mean and I'm saying that for moms out there who resent fun dads who don't get the ch- who feel like well they get to be fun and I have to enforce the rules and it's like well maybe we pick that maybe we kind of shape that for ourselves a little bit when isn't it fun for you, Jess? Okay. Um, I mean, look, most of uh, most of it, it, it is fun. It's look. I also get to defer a lot of it. Like a lot of the stuff is, "Daddy, can I have this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Ask your mother." You know, like, "Daddy, can I eat an herb?" Like, I don't know. Ask Emily. You know, "Daddy, can I do this?" Ask your mother. So for me, the only time for me personally where it's not fun is those times where I am battling, and you know, the the. I don't receive the mainly um, I don't receive the return affection that I want that I am seeking from my children I feel like I I dish it out to them too thick but it's the only way I know how it's almost like because that bubby mentality or whatever it is that I for me it's not fun when I'm not I don't feel the reciprocation um and that's a tough one because it's that it's that idea especially if you have a child that wants to own their emotions (laughs) and want to own their it's like i'm they want to own themselves and that's going to be so powerful for for her down the road but for right now you're the one she's practicing on and so i do i i think this is so much bigger than you um so it's also the feeling is like uh it's just the the parent, you do kind of love them more than they love you. You, you, you know, even though like what Mia always uh, goes, I, I always say, I love you, Mia. And she goes, I love you more. And I'm like, that's impossible. You know, and she goes, no, it's an I love, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just but not. you know that feeling. That right. I'm, I'm like, when you're a parent, you'll know that. You, yeah. you know. Well, because you know that they're going to say they hate you. They know that they're going to resent you sometimes. You know they're going to choose friends over you sometimes. You know that they have a whole world to figure out. And in some ways, you're kind of here for the, you know, like, mm, they want they want to use you in the way that they need from you. I mean, they have so many needs of you that, you know, moms feel that. It's like, okay, I can't give anymore. And so you're in that giving, caring mode. And there is an imbalance, a huge imbalance. Uh, But it's knowing that and trusting that underneath all that resentment, not resentment, but that opposition or that "Mm, I'm going to play a power game with you is, is a really deep, unconditional love that they need so badly. Yeah, but I think, um, uh, I think one of the the things that I try to do, and maybe I do it too much, um, used to say it all the time, you know, like, there's going to be so many opportunities later on in life that I know I'm going to have to say no, that for right now I just give in to a lot of it, because these are things that are not going to move the pendulum one way or another. Daddy, can I have another cookie? Yeah, no problem. Teddy, can we go to the park? Can we go bowling? Can we do this? These are all things that you can easily say yes to now, even I'm not in the mood or whatever. There are going to be days where, as they get older, that no is going to be an average word. And um, I'm trying to save, you know, try to build up the good credit now okay. so that down now, the road... Now you're getting to the place where <coughs> I is the heart of a problem with fun dad. 
and I'm going to ask Emily about the no thing, just for that mom perspective. But the trick of it is, is that I think I believe at 18 months starts the saying no, and I don't think that we should ever say no just because we're not in the mood. I don't think that I think that that who's the grown up in the room and we're the we're the people that are. It's not about us. It's about so it's not just oh we're not in the mood so I'm going to say no, but the idea that you do have to say no now. And, and maybe they are counting on you to say no. And fun dad, if he's, if he's not there for that boundaries and those settings and, that, and that, mm, that security that says, I'm not just here to make you happy. I'm here to be this presence in your life. Then you get on that slippery slope that maybe makes it, mm, that, that, that they need something. They don't want, they don't want just a friend. They want a dad. And and they and that's where cuddle dad is really important, but it's but I think it's you it's I don't I don't think you should save all your no's. Um, <laughs> no, it's you know, save the yeses, right? No, it's save the <laughs> no's. It's um, for me at least, it's because there's going to be times where I will have to break a promise. You know, I promise a lot of things to my kids, and I always try to fulfill. But sometimes they're not. The other day, I mean, something simple with them. I said, when I come home, I'm going to light the fireplace. They literally walked in, and they were, like, with logs waiting. Um, And it's, uh, okay, baby. But I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? I was tired. It was, uh, I was sick. Just couldn't go through with it. They were sad, but, you know, it'll be okay. Okay, okay. So there's one where you say, you know, Daddy was sick. You know, I want to do it. I owe you one. You know, then you can. Then it's not just sort of like I'm not in the mood, can't do it. it those aren't the no's we want to save. But it's the but no to the extra cookie. Even sometimes it's not about the cookie. You know, that's what I want you to know is their love for you isn't conditional upon you saying yes. Your their love for you isn't conditional upon you being fun dad. Their love for you is unconditional because you're you. And because they love who you are, what you do, your presence in their life. So I promise you, I promise you that. And maybe that's one of the messages I want to make sure I get out is, you know, fun dad isn't, isn't, you don't have to be fun dad to have your children's love. Your children's love is there for you a huge. Knowing when to say no, though, is is very, you know, is this going to, is, does this no affect the. The overall health. Well, this again, the two main health goals, you know, the overall health and happiness of my child's life. You know, like what? What is the proper answer here? You know, uh, what? When is it uh, important to really say, all right? You know, I, I think a, a lot of it is. Um, you know, even I, I remember I had friends in college who got busted doing silly stuff, and they were like, "Hey, my, you know, I'm, I'm doing great in school. My parents, if I wasn't, I know my parents would come down to me a lot harder." And, uh, you know, it's kind of like that still, you know, if, hey, if they're, my kids are doing really good. In, if they're doing good in school, if the doctor says they're healthy yeah. and they're, you know, seem happy, then, you know, I guess I guess we're doing all right. Right. I know <laughs> and, you're doing all right. And until that until that stuff stops, then maybe we could continue doing what we're doing. 
I know you're I doing guess. Well. I don't know. You know, it's 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 not it's not easy. I it's wish there, so not. I wish there was a parent. I, I I was about to say I wish there was a parenting book, but you you have, you have many. You're right? <laughs> but I really wish it was like all right, let's go to let's go to page thirty two. And uh, the trick is, you need the book that the kids read, and that, right, right. and that's what never happens. Is you can read the books, but if they're not reading them, and uh, just to be the kid that's got to and your kid follow the book. And I'm big on you got to know your kid too. Like parents oh say, like oh oh you shouldn't do that. Or you should. I'm like every kid, you know, is different. This and works for us. Five years from now, you know, maybe my I don't even know how my kid's going to be in five years. Right. So just kind of assess the situation. All That's right. So at. we're going to wrap it, and then the the wrap up is always how do you have this? How do what do you, how do you got this for now for this week? What do you know about being the dad that you are that makes you go to sleep at night and go, yeah, I'm, I got this. I'm really really doing what I want to be doing here. Oh. Emily, you go first on what <laughs> about the dad. On, on what you know about. Apparently, he was getting wrong the, the safety. Todd yesterday. in your family, you know, you get to say something nice about Todd in the sense of like what he brings to this family is so huge, and so works um, for your girls. So you can play the. Fifth. I mean. <laughs> she's like, I can't think of anything. No. <laughs> she didn't know she was going to go first. She's in the middle chair. I'm giving you guys um, time. No, if you want to say something nice the, about me, you could go ahead and yeah. do that, too, since I don't have a re- the, representative. The <laughs> sense of having like that, that strong security and knowing that you know you have, you have this person who's always going to have your back no matter what. Makes a difference. You know, I'm telling you, when I hear him dad, talking about how he talks to the girls at bed, I'm thinking, you know what? Like, I believe you. <laughs> that's like there for, that's sealed, sealed forever. Go yeah. ahead, Tom. How do you got this? I, uh, I got it, man. It's all good. Yeah. Um, look, I love my family. I love my wife. I believe in showing my children how much I love their mother so that they will know what to expect from someone one day. I got this. It's taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you so much. Jesse? Uh, kind of the results, I think. You know, so what, what I see so far. Um, the greatest compliment I think I ever get when, when people say they see my son and, and they say, oh, my God, you are exactly like Sage or something. And I'm like, that's... You could, I couldn't, you couldn't give me a better compliment. You know that to me, I'm like, I love that. Um, yeah, when when I, when I see them happy, pretty much, I'm like, all right, we're, you know, we're 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 doing our, we're doing all right so far. I think we, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing good. Well, I know you guys have lifted the fun factor in my world a thousand million times, and from the time they were babies to seeing them as school age kids, I am so in awe of what you do and how you do it how you take care of each other, and how you spread that through our whole community. So I thank you wholeheartedly, and cheers to the dads. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. 
Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and The Follow for the song Listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.